You're listening to the SFL Podcast. Bantering is always the hardest on... Um, the repeats. Repeats. Or not repeats, but the second episode when we've already bantered once. Yes. So we. this is the second one we're doing for the day. Um, kingdom culture versus cancel culture. I'm really excited about this one. Me too. It took a lot in the last um, episode not to just run right into right. this one. And so to have to stop, reassess, banter, and yeah. then get into it is, feels a little unnatural. I feel like we could have just rolled right into it. But I am excited about this one. Um, little nervous, but excited. Well, it's one of those things where you understand it you understand what you think about it and it would only take you five minutes to say that so how am i going to stretch it out to 45 30 you know so that's why it's kind of like oh well that's what i love about the fact that this is our podcast and we can do it however short or long we want well i can say a lot about it because anyways i'm excited yeah because Well, first of all, what is cancel culture? If you're like scratching your head and you don't, you've not heard that term, which would be odd. Odd, yeah. (laughs) Do you live under a rock? (laughs) Right. But it only became popular in like the last two years, the term cancel culture. And that's the culture that we live in. We live in a culture right now where you don't step outside the lines. There is a invisible box that has lines. And if you step outside it, if you're a company, if you're a politician, if you are a celebrity and you step outside the lines, people are going to blast your mistakes all over the internet and tell people to quit you. Yeah. That's cancel culture. And, and which is very odd. And it goes back to just like we were saying in the cultures that we live in, social media is such a big thing. Cancel culture would be nothing without social yeah, media. you're right. Absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. Because how would you get an entire generation mm-hmm. to cancel someone right. <laughs> if you didn't have the opportunity to talk to them? Right. You know? And cancel culture is a perfect example of something that might have been meant for good, but turned out wrong. Like it's doing harm in our culture because it's causing people to be afraid to speak. Yeah. Also, it's a culture that says you can never make a mistake. Yeah. And if you've already made a mistake, we're going to find it in your old tweets and we're going to tell everybody about it. Yeah. So there's that. Which goes especially, I would say, for politicians. Right. And celebrities. Um, and People celebrities. who live in the public eye. Exactly. Which makes this a little bit easier because, like, I mean, we're not We're probably <laughs> not going to be canceled. But I will say I who have knows? heard. I Yeah. Because I will... I've heard stories of people losing scholarships to Mm. schools for tweets that they made, um, for losing just admittance into a school for things. I mean, you go back and you listen to that, like Nicholas Sandman thing. He was the kid that went to the March for Life in Washington and had on a MAGA hat and somebody stood in his face and they were being like really aggressive to him and he kind of had this face that was like you're dumb and so that's the picture that the media got and they smeared him he wasn't allowed like i think he was a senior was canceled from being able to go to his favorite college all the things like his name was just run 
in the mud and it came out that that's not even how that went down Uh. that that person was being aggressive to him but that wasn't the story that the media ran which Uh. he ended up taking them to court and winning a lot of money that he may never Praise have to God. work in his life. So that's, that's even great. better. Right. God, that's, a, that's the epitome of God using it for your good. Right. <laughs> but <laughs> that's love. the culture that we live in. Yeah. And that's, it's highly volatile right yeah. now. And it, you can't hardly get on social media. Seems like without somebody telling you, you shouldn't buy Nike, you shouldn't buy Converse. Don't shop at Starbucks, you know, like all the things cancel this, cancel that. Don't listen to their music. And like we said, last thing, there's going to be things that you have to go inside yourself and Holy spirit. Should I do this? And you may come to a different conclusion, but what we want to challenge you is don't follow just what culture says because they're trying to widely cancel someone. Yeah. Well, that reminds me of the story. Because <laughs> let me just tell you, when it comes to Starbucks, <laughs> I mean, I know that people are, the Christian culture is right. saying that you should cancel Starbucks right. because of their beliefs. But we travel way too much. And right. I don't feel like the Holy Spirit is telling me that. But it was so funny because one day we were traveling and Josh and I, he's real big on like, he'll pretty much, I mean, he loves me. So mm-hmm. he took me to Chick-fil-A for uh, breakfast and then he took me to Starbucks for coffee <laughs> And the he Starbucks, made a joke, probably. <laughs> the Starbucks was sitting in the cup holders, and when we pulled up to the drive-through window, he was like, "Hide that! You can't hide show. that devil cup." <laughs> he did. He said, "Hide that cup." He said, "We can't show God's people we buy the devil's coffee." <laughs> That's hilarious. The devil's coffee, but which yeah. made me laugh because it really like in our you know it's I would love to say it's just the cancel culture is more just the leftists and they're you know right. but it's not it's not no. it is wide and our and we really want to break that down in this episode yes but even like you have people um, saying that you can't vote for people because they've made mistakes in their past and one of the the greatest messages um, I've heard was Tim Barton. And he talked about how God continually used flawed people. Yeah. Like if you couldn't like serve under somebody who had once made a mistake, even big mistakes, then there would be no leaders in the church. Well, you can go and go and search your Bible. The right. biblical people were not perfect. Nope. I mean, you look at David, right? You know, he and committed it's, adultery. Yes, then had tried to cover it up with murder. Yeah, I mean, all the bad. Right. I mean, here we are. We're looking at David, and not even just David, but you're not gonna Paul, find. Yeah, Paul it, got his start by hunting Christians down and killing, killing them. them. Yeah, And then he had a radical encounter with God and wrote half the New Testament. And that's my thing is like, there is no perfect person other than Jesus. Right. And so it's like, how are we like, where's your rock? Right. You know, it's exactly. like Wendy said, you know, on that. The SFL, right. Yeah. It's just, where's your rock? Like, how mm-hmm. are you going to decide that we're going to cancel an entire, you know, corporation or person over a mistake that. you're perfect you know like right i don't know i just don't i don't get it for sure but um 
I read this, I found this in researching, and you laughed because you were saying you Google and I don't Google. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I canceled Google. <laughs> she did. <laughs> and I did not feel that from the Holy Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> For real. So people I follow, oh, this is hilarious. Full circle here. Um, people I follow were just saying that, you know, Google has an agenda and that they, they push do. certain things. And I, know I that, agree. And I believe I agree. that. And so I canceled they bury truth. I agree. Three or four pages, pages back. In. Right. So for me, I don't want to have to go four pages to find what I'm looking for. So I canceled Google and I went to DuckDuckGo, right. which I absolutely hate. I feel like they need a lot of improvement. Yes, yeah. so. I did that with Bing. I was like, oh, uh, I can't do it. Can't do it. I can't. I mean, we're anyways. So. I, I'll go Pinterest things. Like, she Pinterests I don't Pinterest things engine. for information. <laughs> like if I want to know, um, I don't know, like even this, I literally went and put cancel culture in Pinterest to see what would come up. Mm-hmm. And I found some really good stuff. Yeah. But one of the things that I found was um, it says if we replaced cancel culture with critical thinking, mm-hmm. we'd have empathetic conversations instead of emotional reactions. Right. And then it goes on and says, and by talking, we learn to separate honest mistakes from actual hate. That's good. I thought that was so, so good. good because people are not stopping to have conversations just like with that picture. Did anyone stop and think and investigate what actually right. happened? And in our culture, people just jump on these bandwagons mm-hmm. of, oh, that's that's what everybody else is doing. Perfect. Right. It's just no different than this sounds terrible, but um, I know I'm not going to go there. Not Thank you, Holy Spirit. But there's so many. <laughs> See how many, that works, guys. Yeah, exactly. And it's in its true form. <laughs> but there was so much about in 2020 and things that went on that I was asking the Holy Spirit, do I do that or not? Mm-hmm. Do I do I jump on that bandwagon? Right. Social media is such a huge place where we're able to decide if that's for us or not, mm-hmm. you know, whether we're going to push that agenda or not. And I think it goes goes back again to what I feel like I say all the time. What is the Holy Spirit saying to you? Mm-hmm. You know, do you cancel or do you not? And right. I feel like 99% of the time, you don't cancel yeah. people. Yeah. People. People. That's good. People. I like that distinction. You know, yeah. Oh, no. When it comes to something search engines or we cancel (laughs) again i still google but i know in my mind what the algorithm does so yeah keep that in mind discernment right gotta have discernment right um but one of the things like you just said we don't cancel people because it's not biblical it's not and we're talking about cancel culture on a like it's often used right now politically as a political attack against people it's used culturally to shut down advertisers and businesses and whatnot and it's really used as a weapon to get people to fall in line because there's a fear of being canceled but what i want to shed light to in this podcast is something that we all do on a personal level and you've seen it in the facebook memes that are like never do for somebody something that they won't do for you or i'll i have people who are constantly like ranting on facebook and they're like well 
I'm not going to be friends with you because I'm always checking in on you and you're never checking in on me. And, you know, I show up for you and you don't show up for me or, you know, you find out who your friends are, like all these things. And it's just a bunch of angry people who are declaring, I'm not going to, I'm not going to have you in my life anymore. You're canceled. You're canceled. Yeah. You know, all that kind of stuff. And we have have this tendency to think that that's good mm-hmm. because that's you standing up for yourself and saying that I'm not going to be treated like this. But what I want to challenge us today is, is that biblical? Yeah. Is that what the Bible says to do? Yeah. And the answer is no. No. I, I mean, I'm not, I'd, I would go as far as saying, I don't think anywhere are you going to find where Jesus gave up on someone right. and said, I'm canceling you right. or I'm, I'm, I'm done with you. Let's right. just put it that way, you know, because cancel culture wasn't a thing back then. I don't think you're going to find where Jesus said, I'm over you. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, I can't, you don't align with what I believe anymore. Right. And I think that that goes as even far as saying as Christians, I do. I see it on social media where, you know, Christians are using it as a, you know, well, that family member doesn't believe what I believe and they're a crutch to me or they mm-hmm. are, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm just not going to put myself around them anymore. Right. That's not biblical. Right. You know, and it's not right. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you're not going to find where Jesus done that. No. In fact, this is what Jesus says in Matthew verse Uh, chapter 5 verse 43 and this is the message so it says you're familiar with the old written law love your friend and it's unwritten companion which means that this wasn't biblical this wasn't anything that god says it said hate your enemy jesus said i'm challenging that i'm telling you love your enemies let them bring out the best in you not the worst when someone gives you a hard time Respond with the energies of prayer, for then you are working out your true selves, your God-centered selves. This is what God does. He gives His best, the sun to warm and the rain to nourish and ev- to everyone, regardless the good and the bad, the nice and the nasty. If all you do is love the lovable, do you expect a bonus? Anybody can do that. If you simply say to those who greet you, Do you expect a medal? Any run-of-the-mill sinner can do that. In a word, what I'm saying is, grow up. Your kingdom subjects, now live like it. Live out your God-created identity. Live generously and graciously toward others, the way God lives towards you. Love that. Holy cow. You can't miss any of that. Right. You need to go back. That's go back. Matthew yeah. 5, verses 43 through 47 in the message. And you know Homework. what? Read I that. I got from that. You know what I got from that? Know your enemy. Right. You know, and that's where the Holy Spirit, that's what dropped in my spirit is, is we have to know our enemy. So good. And our enemy is not people. And that's what cancel culture wants you to do. Yes. It wants you to confuse the enemy. Absolutely. And I think that what you need to recognize is the enemy wants to cause division and separation in families and and he wants to ruin businesses and he wants to... 
he is wreaking havoc through cancel culture. Sure is. And it is a um it is a agenda of his. Mm-hmm. And so what we have to do is recognize that, recognize the enemy and what we're up against and being able to say that's not my God's nature. Right. It's not my God's nature to uh cancel people or to ignore people or to push people out of our lives. Do I think there are I don't want to confuse people because I think there are times where God will say set up boundaries boundaries I like that because I have been in certain situations where I have poured and poured and poured and poured and poured and it was draining me to where the Lord said I'm allowing you to step back. Mm-hmm. Not out, not leave, not be ugly, not right. be condescending, not um, cancel the person, mm-hmm. but just step back from it. Right. And there's set a up difference. a healthy boundary. Boundaries. And we all need to do that in our lives yeah. in a lot of ways. But we need to make sure that they're not hateful boundaries. Yeah. They're not, I hate you. I refuse to forgive you. The Bible says that if we don't forgive, we will not be forgiven. Yeah. And it's one of the things that I love about the ministry of Jesus. And I can honestly say that if you do nothing else to be like Christ, if you do this one thing, you will look like Christ. And that is simply forgive your enemy. And that has no limitations. Yeah. The Bible does not say forgive if, don't forgive if. It doesn't put a dotted line on you can come this far and I'll forgive this much. It says just forgive. And there's nothing that's been done to you by anyone. And you can think the worst thing and that God still won't say to you, forgive. Yeah. But there's oftentimes forgiveness and reconciliation are not the same thing. So you can say, I forgive you, but I can't allow you to have that same space in my life. Yeah. Because that's what's healthy. Yeah. And what I love is that leads me just to the next point of um, grace. Mm -hmm. Because we all need grace. Right. And the fear of holding on to unforgiveness and not being forgiven for all that I need to be forgiven for fears me. Yeah. Because nothing is worth holding on to that I have to stand before God and Him say, well, you couldn't forgive, so I couldn't forgive you. Right. You know, we have to forgive to be forgiven and for me that makes forgiveness easy right because i have so many things that i need to be forgiven for but it goes like back to just what i was saying we have to have grace for people like god has grace for us exactly and what is grace grace is mercy and then one of the things when i was looking up different definitions it says Grace and mercy is God's favor toward the unworthy. Right. And it's not forgiving people if you feel like they're worthy. Mm-hmm. None of us are worthy of forgiveness. Right. But God does it anyway because mm-hmm. he is, his nature is grace and mercy. Yeah, it's like that, and, that verse just said, he gives his best to the good and, and to, to the bad. Exactly. He doesn't di- differentiate or whatever that you <laughs> that you were good so you deserve grace and you were bad so you don't deserve it. Yeah. yeah. And it's just how we should be with people. We don't get to decide who gets our forgiveness, right. you know, and I think that that's that's huge in the fact that it's, you know, and that's hard. 
It is hard. It's hard for a lot of people because there's times when you're going to have to forgive something for a truly egregious thing. They might have hurt you in a way that affected your entire life. Yeah. They might have hurt you at a young age and the whole rest, the course of your life was set because of something somebody did to you in the past. And even then, God says, forgive. Yeah. Right. Because I know like when Kobe and I were going through divorce, um, a lot of people struggle with unforgiveness when it comes to things like that. Like, um, I did not want a divorce. It wasn't part of my plan. I specifically said, this isn't what I want to Kobe. And still, that was what he pursued. So, you know, I felt rejected. I felt like I wasn't good enough. I felt all those things. And I remember having a conversation with God on my bed. And I was like having this good pity party lord do you see what he's doing to me like do you see this this is not fair this is not right and god was like yeah taylor i do see that did where did you see what you did to me and that like set me free because i was like you know a lot of people they have a they struggle with forgiveness because they haven't had a real revelation of what they've been forgiven from yeah and that's, really that's what the Lord did in that moment. He like opened my eyes to the ways that I've behaved that have made God feel the same way that Kobe was making me feel. Yeah. You know what I mean? They were similar. I had done the same thing. I had left him. I had, you know, not paid attention. I had, you know, decided that maybe this, this thing wasn't for me. And the Lord forgave me for that yeah you know the bible says that we love because jesus first loved us and if you find it hard to forgive if you find it hard to love somebody you don't lean into their good qualities because they may not have any like that may be true of that person you lean into the fact that god loves them yeah and i'm gonna stand on that if i can stand on nothing else i'm gonna forgive you because god loves you You don't deserve God's love. I don't deserve God's love, but I'm going to forgive you because God loves you. But again, that doesn't mean that you have to be reconciled. Reconciliation takes time, but forgiveness is something that we do without, without, um, what is that word I'm looking for? Like stipulations. Like I don't forgive you if this cast is a new thing. Mom, I'll do that if, (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, you're four. Yeah, we're not... Don't, don't uh, bribe me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But. Well, and what I feel like the Holy Spirit is saying, too, is like we live in a culture right now, ultimately, we really do, of emotions. Right. Everyone, you know, we're going to share our emotions, and that makes me emotional. You know, everything's about how does that make you feel, mm-hmm. and if that doesn't make you feel a certain way. And so uh, what, we re- what we're doing as a cult- in our culture is we're reacting on emotion. Right, right. And so uh, that's why I love, like, what this said. Um, we've got to replace cancel culture with critical thinking. Right. And we've had so to ha- start having empathetic conversations 
conversations instead of emotional reactions. I really right. like that because what we have to do is in the moment when someone hurts you or in the moment when you read something on social media that you don't like or it, it upsets you or it makes you emotional, you have to step back from that and think and ask yeah. the Holy Spirit and don't allow your emotions to rule your reaction. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to be able to um, allow the Holy Spirit to work in you because, yes, Lord, I read a million things on Instagram and Facebook that I don't agree with. Mm -hmm. The power of scrolling past is a great thing, mm -hmm. you know, and there are times where the Holy Spirit might stop me and allow me to to directly message that person and speak into their life or but that's got to be on the holy spirit's terms mm -hmm. and so we've got to be able to differentiate between what is our emotions and what is the holy spirit and what is our what we've got to be able to stop and think right and not just react emotionally which i feel That's like good. our culture is doing so big right now is that we are jumping on so many different bandwagons out of emotion mm -hmm. and not truly asking the holy spirit is that what you is that your agenda right. is that what you want because mm -hmm. that matters right i recently know? uh told that to kobe over something but um, the Holy Spirit has spoken it to me before, and I wanted to jump in on somebody and correct what they were saying on social media. And the Holy Spirit was like, Taylor, you can't say that until you care more about that person than you do about being right. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm not there yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to um, keep that to myself. But I remember telling Kobe he wanted to have a conversation with somebody, and I was like, yeah, sure, do that. But you need to spend a week in prayer over that person. Yeah. Like, you need to pray hardcore every day. Lord, and I always say, you can't pray, God, don't let him die. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you have to pray, bless his life, Lord. Um, show him all these things. I don't know. However you would want someone to pray for you, you need to pray for that person. Yeah. And if you spend a week doing that and you still feel like you want to talk, then go talk. But until then, keep your mouth shut yeah. because your heart's not in the right place. Yeah. You're offended. That's where you are right now. Yeah. And so many of us really can save us a lot of heartache and a lot of upset if we just were practical with Holy Spirit what should I believe right now? What should I think? But, you know, start with prayer. Yeah. Pray for that person. If you can't forgive them, start with prayer. Just start praying for them. See where that takes you because what it's going to do is soften your heart. Yeah. towards them well and i think it we continuously just keep going back to holy spirit holy spirit holy spirit right. because ultimately y'all you he won't us make and it guide us yes. into all truth and if we're going to talk about cancel culture and we're going to talk about canceling people and what to what bandwagon to jump on what bandwagon not to jump on ultimately we have to go back to the word of god and the holy spirit in you to decipher what is wrong and what is right. right and i think it goes back to um 
you know, it's like I said, that's what we're dealing with in our culture and in this cancel culture is values against mm-hmm. values. It's truth against lies and it's light against darkness. And we have to decipher what is your truth against their lie and God's truth. God's truth. Yes. When I say your truth, that's mm-hmm. right. I mean, our truth. I know, God's but that's truth. a thing yeah. right now. So yeah. I wanted to be specific. No, I love that. I'm glad that you did that. What is God's truth against those lies? But ultimately it's light against darkness, right. you know, and we've got to be able to decipher that when we are choosing what we are going, what we're going emotion- to respond, how we're right. going to emotionally react. And that's it. Don't react respond yes and i will say this on the topic of cancel culture and people in our lives i've been having this conversation with kobe a lot lately because he's like you know he told me well at what point do i just get to flip tables and i think he was talking about something that i did like (laughs) every person has a breaking point is what he keeps saying and i was like kobe that's not biblical yeah it's not biblical the bible says that if they slap your cheek you turn the other cheek and you let them slap that one too and it's not because you're just letting yourself be a punching bag that's not what the bible's talking about the bible is saying what jesus is saying is he's saying you should live so god-centered that none of that stuff bothers you. Yeah, which is very hard. Which is very hard. I was going to say, but when we make mistakes, when we do get to our breaking point, we give grace for that too. Yeah. But no, you don't have a right to freak out. You don't have a right to lose your cool. You have, we have to try and be God-centered. Well, what I, what I think is so funny is when that first started kind of rolling out, the everyone was making the memes about well jesus flipped tables well jesus flipped tables and now they have overplayed that and i seen a meme the other day that was like okay for real like i get it he did flip tables but that's not all he done no and he did it in one instant and he did it i went back and looked at this because the people have been doing that it says that he did it because he was passionate to keep his 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 father's house pure so he had a very specific reason yes right it wasn't because he was mad at so and so like i told kobe i was like listen jesus knew that judas was gonna betray him betray him and still he washed his feet yeah like if you had a reason to cancel anybody Jesus had a reason to cancel Judas, and he didn't do it. Yeah. Well, I read this deal the other day that said, forgive me, Lord, for wanting a seat at a table you would have flipped. And I'm like, he didn't flip (laughs) a table with people at it. Like, he didn't flip it on them. You know, like, quit overplaying that to fit your agenda. Mm -hmm. You know, some of them are good. I get it. But don't overplay it to fit your agenda so that you can use it you know when you're in the realm of what would jesus do table flipping is an option it's (laughs) an option but it's not not the only option (laughs) 
you know. I love But that. before, you know, there is something that I want to touch on when it comes to cancel culture before we let you go. And that is, I was reading and studying and um, getting into some things that says um, Christians are being silenced in fear that they may be canceled. Yeah. And what it's doing is, is it's silencing it's silencing the word of God and it's silencing the Holy Spirit because we have watched so many people be canceled and and you know we don't want to lose our influence on yeah, social fear. media right. so we have to make sure we tiptoe around the hard subjects and don't offend anyone and I have the theory that if the Holy Spirit tells me to say it or do it on social media at church in church while I'm speaking whatever I'm going to do it because I know there's a protection there and if they cancel me off social media mm-hmm. then I wasn't supposed to be there anyway because right. he orders my steps right. and so if the Holy Spirit tells me to interject into a conversation or if the Holy Spirit's telling me hey you need to speak on that mm-hmm. you need to be a light into that situation I'm going to trust that there's a protection there mm-hmm. and that if I lose followers which I do every single day that is and God that's okay and that it's, he did it. yeah. that's exactly right but that is a part of walking with the Holy Spirit because myself can wreak havoc on social media. Me and my personality and who I am could really cause a lot of damage. But what I do is critical thinking. With every post and everything I do, I'm asking the Holy Spirit, is this of you? Is this for you? This morning I'm writing in my prayer journal, Holy Spirit, use me to be a light in the dark place on social media. Help me to decipher what is you and what is me. And I think that Christians have to stop worrying about being canceled or being silenced and step out of their comfort zones and be used by God and stop fearing people and stop fearing this cancel culture that's telling us if we say something wrong or we say something that doesn't fit this agenda because everything we say doesn't fit this agenda right it doesn't fit the the agenda it is we are not of this world we're not going to talk like this world we're not going to look like this world we're not going to think like this world so much of who we are has is the absolute opposite of what this world has Mm -hmm. to offer and so we have to stop living in fear and make a stand it's just like i said earlier it goes back to Truth against lies and light against darkness. And we are the light and we have the truth and we have to walk in that. Mm-hmm. And we cannot live in fear of being canceled. Right. Because even if, mm-hmm. even if you cancel me, I'm still going to share the word of God. Right. I'm still going to have a platform somewhere mm-hmm. because I am willing to make a stand and we are willing to to um, do what God's called us to do, whether that be on social media or whether I have to pitch a tent in the middle of day. You know, and we need to just remember and keep in mind that we're not the first to do this. Absolutely not. That this was literally a lot of the culture that Jesus went into. I mean, he was crucifixion was a canceling. It was. And then all his disciples had to do with this too. Paul ended up in prison. The rest of them, or even Paul, they all, a lot of them lost their heads. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we're probably not going to be asked to do that. Um, But yeah, (laughs) but I mean, what little we suffer, what is it in the grand scheme of things? Yeah. What is it to eternity? Right. Did you have that verse about if they hate you? 
Did you read that? Oh, yeah, yeah. John, before we go, John um, 15. It's 18 through 20, but I have 18 through 19 here. If you find the godless world is hating you, remember it got its start hating me. If you lived on the world's terms, the world would love you as one of its own. But since it picked you to live, but since I picked you to live on God's terms and no longer on the world's terms, the world's going to hate you. Right. And so right there, he breaks it down for you. Hey, they're not going to like everything you say. Right. They're not going to love you. And that is okay. Mm-hmm. They hate hated me first they didn't like what I had to say but that didn't mean it wasn't truth and it didn't mean that it didn't bring peace and joy and and I am willing I am willing to be hated and to not to lose the followers or be canceled if it brings truth to someone's life right exactly and you know that's the thing that we all need to remember when we're facing cancel culture one We're not going to fall in line and cancel people just because they make mistakes. Two, we're going to forgive people who have wronged wronged us because that's kingdom culture. And then also, we're going to speak truth in love. Absolutely. I'm not going to be, you know, a hammer in search of a nail just hitting you with all these Bible verses. But I love you so much that I want to tell you the truth. The truth. Right. I love that. Well, this one wasn't quite as hard as I thought I was going to be. Mm-hmm. There were some tough moments. But I think that, again, this is truth. Mm-hmm. This is light against darkness. Right. And con- cancel culture was obviously one that had to be approached because it is heavy in the culture that we live in right now. And right. it is not biblical. So, right. and this is not the most exciting one. No. Was, or the hardest. It's not. The next one for me is the most exciting and the hardest. Yep. Me too. It's going to be good. Mm-hmm.